This is Bob Boyd. And Jerry Boyd. This is Issues in Education. Pro-abortion people do a 180-degree change in seconds when the connection is made between Hitler's Holocaust and America's Holocaust. We're talking about a Holocaust in America sanctioned by the government. What Hitler did was wrong. I think it's his choice. I guess when you put it like that, it, it is very similar, yeah. For someone to choose is the same thing as saying it's okay for Hitler to choose. You're changing your mind about yeah. abortion right now? Yes. <laughs> Have you heard of Adolf Hitler? Have you ever heard of Adolf Hitler? Many university students have never heard of Adolf Hitler. Unbelievable. Are we raising a generation that is historically illiterate? If we don't learn from history, we will have to repeat it. This is Bob Boyd. And Jerry Boyd. This is Issues in Education. Hitler sanctioned the slaughter of 11 million people. Yet many people in this country don't know who Hitler was. Ray Comfort has produced a stunning video called 180. I'm Ray Comfort. I'm Jewish and I'm deeply concerned that a generation is forgetting one of the greatest tragedies in the history of the human race. Adolf Hitler sanctioned the murder of 11 million people, including 6 million Jews, through what's commonly called the Holocaust. History tells us of one man who was present when the Nazis killed 1,600 Jews on April the 6th, 1942. He witnessed them being shot and then being buried alive. I saw them do the killing. At 5 p.m. they gave the command, fill in the pits. Screams and groans were coming from the pits. Suddenly I saw my neighbor Ruderman rise from under the soil. His eyes were bloody and he was screaming, finish me off. A murdered woman lay at my feet. A boy of five years crawled out from under her body and began to scream desperately, Mommy! That was all I saw since I fell unconscious. It's 1943. A German officer has pointed a machine gun at you and told you to get in a bulldozer and drive it forward. You look in front of you, there's a big pit. Hundreds of Jewish families have been shot, and they're in the pit. Many of them are dead, but some of them are still alive. He's telling you to bury them alive. If you say no, he's just going to say, okay, and shoot you with his machine oh my gun. Goodness. Would you do what he says? I don't know. Would you drive the bulldozer? Absolutely not. I think I would do it forward only because fearing that I have no other choice. Would you do what he says? Probably, yes. Just bury those Jews? If it was my life, I would probably do that, yeah. Okay, what say the soldier said to you, I'm just going to give you my gun and you just finish them all off, just shoot them, would you do that? Now, that would be harder to do. It's almost more merciful to be shot than buried alive, don't you think? Oh, I think so, yeah. So you wouldn't shoot them, but you'd bury them? Yeah. What's the difference? I would probably try to put that out out of my mind. Dozen officers pointing their guns at you. I want you to shoot those Jews. No, dude, no, no. So you wouldn't shoot them? No. But you'd bury them? If... Do it just to save myself and my family. What can one person do if then their life is, is gone too? Those who are pro-abortion are changing their minds in seconds just by watching a short documentary called 180. And it's on our website, issuesineducation.org. This video makes pro-abortion people do a 180-degree change in seconds when the connection is made between Hitler's Holocaust and America's Holocaust. How do you feel about abortion? It's a women- Women's right to choose in every situation is a different situation. I'm for abortion. Um, I am pro-life. You believe it's a baby in the womb? Yes. When does it become a life? Well, it kind of does at the start, but it's not as much. There's a fetus there, not a baby. You don't think it's a baby? 
Not yet, not until three months. Well, tell me a reason for killing a baby in a womb. If it's a rape or something like that. Why would you kill the baby for the crime of the father? You're murdering a child, taking another life because of the crime of the father. Hitler declared Jews as non-humans, and that's what you're doing when you're saying, it's not a baby until three months. Imagine if someone said that about you when you were just on three months old and they decided to kill you because of selfish reasons. So whatever their decision is, it's between them and God. It's their baby. Whose baby? The mother. She's got the right to kill it. If she feels she can't take care of it. I can't take care of this, it's going to interfere with my life, I'll kill it. Yes. Wow. Are you a Christian? I, I believe in God completely. So what's the sixth commandment? I don't know. You shall not kill. Why would you advocate the murder of a child in the womb if you know God says you shall not kill? There's no way that you're going to change my opinion on this because I believe it is a woman's choice. Their quality of life is going to be pretty much restrained into a 9 by 9 hospital room. I really think that it, it's fair to kind of live that. You know what I mean? What type of quality of life is that? The Nazis are in front of you. They're going to kill kids with Down syndrome. You think that's okay then? No, absolutely not. They've got a bad quality of life. Definitely not. And who's to say that they have a bad quality of life? There's no possible way that that child will have a good life. So why raise that child to have a bad life? I can say that about any child. This child could have a bad life. I think I'll kill it. We're talking about a holocaust in America, in our country, that's sanctioned by the government. What Hitler did was wrong. I think it's his choice. I guess when you put it like that, it, it is very similar, yeah. It's me saying that it's okay for someone to choose is the same thing as saying it's okay for Hitler to choose. You're going to change your stance on it? It's definitely making me think, yeah. Finish the sentence for me. It's okay to kill a child in the womb when? It's okay if you adopt it out, just not keep it. So you're saying that you're changing your mind about yeah. abortion right now? Yes. <laughs> yes. Isn't that great to give it up for adoption instead of killing it? Yeah. I think you have a valid point there. You wouldn't kill Jews, but it's okay for someone else to kill them? Yes. So what would you say to someone like you in Germany that says, you should never kill Jews, but I think people should have the right to do it? I don't think... Oh, okay. So have you just changed your mind about abortion? Yes, that's, I've just changed my mind about it. So you're going to vote differently in future? Yeah. It's never okay to kill a baby in the womb. You're going to vote differently in future? Yes, vote against abortion. What justification is there for killing a baby in the womb? Can you think of one? For killing a baby in the womb. Everyone's situation is... It, well, give me a situation where you could say, yep, that's justifiable. You can kill that baby because of... You know what? I can't think of one. Producer Ray Comfort has been giving us a culture-changing formula to change minds in seconds. It's all in his 33-minute documentary called 180, and it's on our website, issuesineducation.org. Ray Comfort is our guest. Ray, how did you come up with the idea for this? Well, I was weaving my way through the manuscript for the book. I came across an incident where the Nazis shot 300 Jews in a pit and then buried them when some of them were still alive using bulldozers, and I was just horrified. So I thought, I'm going to test people's character by putting them in that dilemma. So that's what I did. I said to people, if you were at the point of a gun, threatened by a Nazi to bury Jews alive with a bulldozer, would you do it? And when people said, no, I could never do that, I'd say, why? And they'd say, because I believe in human beings. I'm compassionate. I'd say, what about abortion? How do you feel about that? And they'd say, it's a woman's choice. So do you think it's a baby in the womb? And then I'd ask one question that made them completely change their mind about the issue of abortion and become pro-life. We came back and looked at the footage and thought, we've got something precious here. This isn't about Hitler's religion. It's a pro-life video, so we changed the name to 180. Well, this is fabulous. Let me play a cut of this 33-minute documentary called 180. This is asking the question, who is Adolf Hitler? Have you heard of Adolf Hitler? No. You don't know who he is? No. Adolf Hitler, what do you know about him? He was a uh, president. What do you know about Adolf Hitler? 
I really don't know anything about it. <laughs> Have you heard of Adolf Hitler? No. Nope. Who was Adolf Hitler? Was he German? I really don't know that much about him. Who was Adolf Hitler? He had a mustache. An uh, actor or someone. So tell me what you know about Adolf Hitler. Uh, I don't know anything about him. You ever heard of him? No, I haven't. Now this is really amazing, Ray. Do very many people know who Adolf Hitler was, or is this a select sample? It's a select sample from universities. It really shows what's happening in our educational system, and I'm horrified that when people forget history, they're destined to repeat it. It's been well said. Well, that is scary, because if this generation is forgetting one of the greatest tragedies, it makes me wonder what in the world are they teaching or omitting in public schools. What really flabbergasted me was you would talk to people. Do you know Hitler? And one guy says, well, I think he was a president. It's just amazing that they don't know. It would be laughable if it wasn't so serious. It's actually sad. Well, in Britain, I understand that they're not teaching the Holocaust there, but in Germany, they have mandatory classes showing the pictures of the Holocaust. Yeah, that's very wise. People's eyes enlightened and their facial expressions change as they begin to think about this. Yeah, but you sure have a gift. You're anointed by God, and not everybody can do the way you do. And what was beautiful about this whole documentary was just to see the changes. Like, here Steve comes out, and he, he was belligerent, hardcore, hated Jews, hated America. I mean, just very obnoxious, but there was such a softening as it progressed, and he was visibly shaken and was reconsidering everything at the end of the documentary. Let me play yeah, that. Yeah, it makes you want to hug the guy, doesn't yes, it? Yes, it does. <laughs> yeah, let me play that cut from Steve. Adam Hitler is not evil. So who, what do you have to do to be evil? He killed six million Jews and blacks. And- I don't believe that. I think that's a lie. I don't think he killed that many people. I love Hitler. Why? Because he wanted to cleanse the world of non-white races. Now that's Steve. Steve seems like he hates America, and he calls Christian religion a fake god made up by Jews. Yeah, Jerry, you were saying that I'm anointed of God. I've just got to say that anyone can do this. I got together with Kay Arthur and Randy Alcorn, and we produced a 64-page booklet, a study guide, and we put out the 180 course. Anybody can learn how to do this. It's very low cost. You can get it on heartchanger.com. The 180 course that comes with two DVDs or two teachings on a DVD. One is 180 and the other one is Kirk Cameron myself teaching people how to share their faith. It comes with a free book by Randy Alcorn and 100 tracks plus a 64-page study guide, heartchanger.com. It's 1939. You've got a high-powered rifle and Adolf Hitler is in your sights. Do you take him out? Yes. Mrs. Hitler is pregnant with Adolf. Would you take her out? If I knew what he was going to do, yeah. Would you shoot him? Immediately. Immediately. I would shoot him and tear him apart. Kill her, kill him, and kill his relatives, everybody who belongs to Hitler family. Did he kill millions of Russians? Oh yeah, millions and millions. Russia lost about 30 millions he destroyed. Did you lose any relatives? Oh yeah, I lost my father, my grandmother, my aunt, my brother. Hitler's in the womb of his mother. Do you kill him? You ask that question. And many people said yes, but doesn't that kind of go along with the pro-abortion position? Yeah, it's a scary scenario to go down. If you want to take out Hitler, you've got to think, okay, you knew what he was going to do. He's going to kill six million Jews. You've got them in your sights. It's before that time. Do you take him out? Most people say, yeah, absolutely, not thinking what they're doing. Because then do you take out all the other Nazis that are going to kill people? And what about Jeffrey Dahmer and Ted Bundy? If you knew what Ted Bundy was going to do, kill 35 women, you could take him out. Do you take him out? 
what point does someone become worthy of this vigilantism where you kill people because you know what they're going to do? Does one murder justify you killing them? Then what about abortion doctors? Do you start killing them? So if you go down on a path of killing people because you know what they're going to do, you put yourself into a terrible dilemma and we should abide by the law and not become a vigilante for God. We didn't just put out a pro-life video. Someone said to us, this is so powerful, you should leave the gospel out and just make it a pro-life video. And I remember thinking, well, you've got as much chance of flossing the back teeth of the lions at the LA Zoo during feeding time as you have of me removing the gospel from the video because abortion is just one rotten branch in the corrupt tree of the human nature. What the gospel does is it goes to the root. It solves the problem of someone having no concern for human life, having no value upon human life. You know, if you take the life of a human being, you will give your life because someone is made in the image of God. You can't murder a horse or a cow or a dog. It's impossible. You can kill them, but you can't murder them. That word is reserved for human beings because we're of great value in God's eyes. So if you take the life of the unborn, you're not killing a fetus. You are murdering, you're violating the sixth commandment. It's very, very serious in God's eyes. There are consequences for such. So as Christians, we need to be horrified for the ungodly and horrified with what's happening in our country when it comes to the issue of abortion. Well, one of the reasons people don't come to God was they say, how can a loving God allow evil, suffering, death, these terrible things that happen? And I say, well, what do you want them to do? Here's a classic example. Do you want them to zap these evil people when they're in their mother's womb? In that case, we'd have a different kind of world than we do now, wouldn't we? Well, he'd be zapping us, too, because when people stand in judgment over God and say, God, why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? then it realized they're the criminal pointing at the judge who is perfect. And we shouldn't be telling God what to do. Job did the same thing. He crossed a line and he began to judge God morally for his inaction when it came to Job's sufferings. And God says, who is this who darkens counsel without knowledge? And what Job did, he said, I'm vile. Because he didn't really understand the mind of God, couldn't begin to understand the mind of God, and neither can we. But one thing we do know, if it wasn't for God's allowing of evil, we would be in hell. If God immediately decided he would judge evil, where would we be? Knowing that lust is adultery in his eyes and hatred is murder and lying lips are an abomination to him. So we should just be thankful for the permissive will of God and allowing evil to continue because it gives us opportunity to repent and trust the Savior. Oh, isn't that the truth? The closer I've gotten to God, the more horrible sin is. People take sin far too lightly. That's true, and one of the faults for that is in the pulpits. We've got a lot of pulpiteers who profess to be men of God, but they've become nothing but motivational speakers because they don't speak of God's justice or his righteousness or his moral law and the fact there's going to be a day of judgment and that God is to be feared. The psalmist said, my heart trembles because of fear of you. And we have multitudes sitting in the pulpits who don't fear God one iota and they give themselves to sin. And it comes back to idolatry, a wrong understanding of God's character and nature. Well, that's right. Why do you believe Hitler hated Christianity? (laughs) Hitler hated Christianity for the same reason criminals hate the police. Christianity is a light in the darkness, and it gives light to the wicked condition of the human heart. Another interesting question is, why did Hitler kill so many Jews? One incentive that isn't brought into the equation very often, and that is every time Hitler murdered a wealthy Jewish family, he seized their assets. He got their house, he got their car, he got their savings, he got their paintings, he got the gold in their teeth. Every single Jewish family he murdered brought income into the bank account of Adolf Hitler. In fact, they say one-third of the war effort was financed by Jewish blood, and exactly the same applies 
to pro-abortion people. If you want your baby killed at the age of 16 weeks, it'll cost you something like $700. If you want a 19-week baby killed, that's going to cost you $2,100. You can check these prices up on the internet in your local abortion provider in your own backyard. And so there is a huge incentive. There is a lot of money to be made. Any quick physician can do an abortion in 15, 20 minutes. All he has to do is rip off the head, the arms, the legs, and the torso, and then match them up to make sure he got all the bits, and then throw them in the trash, and he's got $2,100, and he can do 15, maybe 20 abortions a day. So it's a huge monetary incentive for these people in the abortion industry. The love of money is still the root of all evil. Well, it seems like he wanted a scapegoat. He wanted to target people that he could blame for the misery that Germany was suffering after the First World War. Absolutely. It was a double whammy for him. It gave him his power to blame other people, and, and this is what we see happening in our nation often. You stand outside an abortion clinic and protest to what's going on, you get demonized by the secular media as a hate-filled person, a doctor killing, a fundamentalist, someone who's against the rights of poor women. We really are seeing evil being painted as good and good being painted as evil. Hitler looked at the Jew as somebody that was not human. And they do the same with the unborn. Absolutely. He said the Jew is not human, and the pro-abortion say the baby in the womb is not human. This is the brainwashing that's taken place in so many of our universities, and this is why we're giving away 200,000 copies of 180 DVD in one day at 100 top universities across the U.S. But it's not just the universities, is it, Ray? Hitler said, he alone who owns the youth owns the future. The National Education Association supports, quote, family planning, including reproductive freedom. That's a total euphemism for unlimited abortions. The NEA supports abortion up to and including birth, commonly called partial birth or brain suction abortion. The NEA, with 3.2 million teachers, and they're teaching all the kids that abortion is simply abbreviating a pregnancy. Absolutely. Man has always changed the names of sin, redefined it. Adultery is called having an affair with someone, terminating a pregnancy rather than murdering a child. Changing the names of something doesn't change it in God's eyes. God wrote his law in stone. It's eternal. It's not changing. There are black and whites. There are absolutes. That fact alone should cause Christians to rise up and speak up about abortion. You know, if you're a good German back in the 1940s and you stood in front of a concentration camp or wrote a letter to the paper, no doubt you'd lose your life for doing such, and no doubt many did. We don't have to pay such a price. We can just use our computers to send on the link to 180. And it's on our website, issuesineducation.org. So you've got to watch this. Please watch it. You'll find people will change their minds about abortion because of the information they're given. So we make the DVD available through our website, only a dollar each, so you can do your neighborhood. I just did our neighborhood recently and flinging it out the window onto the lawn. This is the horrifying statistic. Since 1973, when Roe v. Wade became law, 53,310,843 babies have been murdered. 53 million. This is just horrific. Here we are legalizing murder. Yeah, it's difficult to comprehend. It's surreal that we're even talking about this, that there's such a thing going on in our land. You know, one of the reasons I'm very strongly pro-life is someone came to me and said, Fran, the new convert, she's having an abortion this afternoon. So I drove very quickly to the hospital, ran up the stairs to the second floor, burst into a room and said to her, please don't do this. And she looked at me and smiled and said, it's okay, I'm not going to have an abortion. I just prayed, God, if you don't want me to have an abortion, make Ray Comfort come up and speak to me. Oh. And I didn't have to say a word. Well, two years later, I was at a church picnic, and Fran was there, and in front of her, about 10 feet on the grass, 
was this cute little baby, little girl, and I bent down and, and looked into her eyes and realized what is going on when it comes to terminating a pregnancy. We're talking about human lives that are being taken, 53 million people that don't exist on this earth because of the selfishness and wickedness of the human heart. It's fascinating because our neighbors said, I believe it's a right to a woman to choose. It's a right for a woman to choose, make her own choice. And I said, well, what about Hitler? It was his right to choose to kill the Jews. It was perfectly legal in Germany in that day. He said, oh, no, it wasn't legal in Germany. But Hitler was the government. He made the law. So, of course, it was. That's right. He just killed off his opposition. That's how he got to his place of authority. And then he instigated laws and said, this is what we're going to do to clean up Germany. You're going to the youth. They're still more open, whereas somebody that is older, they're a little more difficult. It's like hardened cement. But these young people really listen. I mean, if you can see Steve change on this DVD, that in itself is a miracle. Yeah, and also, remember Alicia the blonde? Yes, I loved her. Two days earlier, she had been watching Holocaust footage, and she had watched an American soldier in a bulldozer bearing bodies of Jews after the liberation of the concentration camps. And the soldier was weeping as he did so. And it horrified her and broke her heart. Two days later, I stop her on the streets and put her in that very scenario in a bulldozer. And that's why you see her lip quiver as she begins to answer the question. And she kept saying afterwards on camera, she kept saying, that was a powerful powerful moment that was evident that God's hand was upon her. Oh, I know. And at the end, it's just so precious to see her change. I just love that girl. Yeah, well, we are made in the image of God and we believe in right and wrong. So we're going to stop this horror in the nation. I'm just delighted that we've got this video because I've been frustrated for years, for 30 or 40 years. I've spoken against abortion. I've preached against it in pulpits, published books about it, stood there with signs, signed petitions, and I thought we've just gone backwards. We've got 53 million people murdered. When does it become a life? (laughs) That's a tough one. Here's here's a question. If if you're in doubt, I'm a construction worker and I see a building and I say to you, there's a possibility there's somebody in there I just don't know, but I'm going to blow it up anyway. What would you say to me? We're talking about a holocaust in America, in our country, that's sanctioned by the government. But isn't that like what Nazi Germany was about? It's like saying, what Hitler did was wrong, I think it's his choice. Yeah. And just as you felt strongly about the life of Jews, and we need to rise up as one person to speak against it, don't you think we need to do that when it comes to the issue of abortion? I never paralleled those two. Holocaust and abortion. Yeah. The Holocaust, where was the world if everyone would have band together? Everyone needed to rise up against him. Where was everybody? I couldn't have said it better than Alicia. You're going to kill a baby in the womb and somebody would say well rape and then you'd go why kill a baby for the crime of the father thank you lord because i'm not super intelligent and it's just so neat to see all this come out in the matter of 33 minutes well i think it's significant also at the end of the dvd you said after world war ii eisenhower in the military made those living near the concentration camps go through the concentration camps to see what the smoke was all about and they could see what the leaders they had allowed to get into power had done the people were totally unaware of what happened. And so here in this country, if we could get people to see what happens in an abortion clinic, in a womb, they would see what abortion really did to a child. Absolutely. That was very impressive footage of all these people being taken into these death camps that were in their backyard, basically, and they'd seen the plumes of smoke go up, but they didn't know why. And so they're all smiling when they're being taken in. And then you just see the shock and the horror, and they were just distressed and distraught when they were coming out of seeing what was going on in that death camp. 
And I think the same thing happens when we talk about the reality of abortion. Most people haven't got a clue what's going on in their own backyard, and once they find out, they realize we're just like the Germans. We're no different, and we've got to do something. Most of the people in Germany were not Nazis, and most of them weren't involved in killing the Jews. But in this country, we also have a minority of people that are leading the majority into allowing this continued holocaust of the unborn babies. No longer. You want to give that website again for the 180? 180movie.com, where you can watch the movie. And then to get the 180 course, just go to heartchanger.com. Heartchanger.com. Do you have your own website? It's livingwaters.com. You got God bless it. you guys. Have a great day. Yeah, Thanks, you Ray. too. Our guest, author and producer Ray Comfort, has been giving us a culture-changing formula to change minds in seconds. It's all in his 33-minute documentary called 180, and it's on our website, issuesineducation.org. As more and more people see the parallel between Hitler's Holocaust and our own Holocaust in this country of babies, minds are changed in seconds. We have a Holocaust because the media has convinced voters to vote for pro-abortion candidates, calling them pro-choice. Abortion is not just another political issue. It is the right to life that forms the basis of all our other rights. Before anyone takes the life of another person, they need to see what they're killing through ultrasound scans. Life is not an accident. As David said to God in Psalms 139, You created my inmost being. You, God, knit me together in my mother's womb. And so God is knitting our spirits together, fitting us for eternity, preparing us now to live together with Him forever. Beautiful. If you would like a CD copy of today's program, please ask for number 1789, The Diabolic Lie of Abortion, Part 2. That's number 1789, The Diabolic Lie of Abortion, Part 2. The CD also includes last week's program, Part 1. You can order a CD copy of this program from our website. Our website is issuesineducation.org. That's issuesineducation.org. Please give us a call at 928-776-0000. That's 928-776-0000. From Psalms 139, verse 13. For you, O Lord, created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. For Issues in Education, this has been Bob and Jerry Boyd.